the long national nightmare is over. Kalen Addison has signed for the 2023-2024 season. So what's next for Kalen Addison? We'll look at that, plus the Minnesota Wild roster set for training camp. And what does this mean for the Wild's ability to add during the season? All that and more on today's episode of Locked on Wild. You're locked on Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome into another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thank you, as always, for making Lockdown Wild your first listen each and every day. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and your favorite podcast platform so you don't miss out on any of our new episodes throughout the course of the week. Today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat 50-plus infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. On today's episode of Locked on Wild, we recap the Kalen Addison signing and what comes next for the young Wild defenseman. We'll also talk about the 2023-2024 uh, roster being officially set. And we'll look at the very tight budget that the Minnesota Wild have for the upcoming season. My name is Seth Topal, your daily Minnesota Wild insider. And as we discussed, it's over. The long national nightmare has finally ended and Kalen Addison has signed for the upcoming season a one-year deal for Addison uh, worth $825,000 the big thing that I'll point out with this deal is that Addison becomes a restricted free agent after the season is over more on that in a little bit but just a couple of stats to uh, put your way Addison recorded 29 points three goals, and 26 assists in 62 games played during his rookie season in 2022-2023. His 26 assists sets a new single-season franchise record among rookies. He also led all NHL rookies with 18 power play points last season. And for all the success that Addison had on the power play last year, there was a lot made about his defense as the season wore on and it led to Addison being more often than not a uh, healthy scratch as the uh, season wore on, as we got to the stretch run, obviously the wild brought John Klingberg in to, uh, to assist in the uh, final few games before the postseason started. We all know how that worked out. And so it is interesting to me that the two players that got the hype videos before the season started, Marco Rossi and Kalen Addison ended up having um, interesting seasons to say the least, but Addison now in the fold and uh, he will be able to help the wild, especially on, uh, on the power play because look, the power play was a completely different animal with Addison in that defenseman spot, kind of running things from the top. Uh, Just had a a great eye and knack for knowing where the puck needed to go. 
it just looked completely different with others in that spot. It just was not as successful. It was entirely more perimeter based. And a lot of that, I think, stemmed from the decision making at the top where Addison was able to be a little more aggressive because he saw the ice a little better than some of those other guys. It led to a ton of goals and points for that power play unit, especially early on in the season. And so getting him back on that unit is going to be critical for the Wild special team's success throughout the course of the season. The area that I think everybody wants to see improvement in, and this is because this is the one that was made the most, uh, the biggest deal of, is on the defensive side. And we, we know that Addison's forte is not uh, being a defensive defenseman. He is definitely more offense-oriented. But Bill Guerin and Dean Evison said it after the season was done, and it has been reiterated um, as we get close to the start of this season, is that Addison just needs to work on being more consistent on that end of the ice. Uh, it's great that he is contributing on a uh, special teams basis, but uh, more consistency, I think, is uh, is what both uh, Garen and Evison are looking for coming into this season. And Dean Evison said as much in his uh, chat with Michael Russo uh, that the thing that they want to see from Addison is to just compete every time out there on the defensive side. And you're not going to be perfect. You're going to get beat in particular instances uh, and particular occasions throughout the year. And that's all fine. That's all well and good. But I just don't want to see a repeat of what happened last year where Addison seemed to be the one that took the brunt of the uh, the punishment for the third line in general, making mistakes, committing penalties, being out of position, because that's not all on him. There were other players on that line, and we, we can deduce who that was. There were other players on that line that made plenty of mistakes, but they were not held to the same level of punishment as Addison was this past season. And so, yes, improvement on the defensive end is important for Kalen Addison, but he brings a ton to the uh, special team side and to the offensive side too. So let's just, let's just see some improvement this year, but not also, you know, tally up mistakes and, uh, and punish accordingly, depending on the severity of said mistakes. This does bring up an interesting kind of scenario for Addison and for the wild being that Kalen is a restricted free agent after the season is done. Obviously, the Wild want to see some improvement from Addison, some continued growth from Addison, because let's not forget, too, he is still a very young player at the NHL level, and it takes a little while for players to get accustomed and comfortable to playing uh, the NHL game. And so it's not as though this is who he is. There's still plenty of time for growth and improvement. And so the hope is that we see more of that growth this season, that um, there was some work put in in the offseason. And look, Addison has mentioned it as well, is that he he knows what he needs to do uh, this season to improve. And so 
now it's just about doing it. Just about getting on the ice and uh, and doing it and uh, just letting everything kind of take care of itself uh, as the season plays out. But as far as that restricted free agent status goes, uh, do not be surprised, depending on how much money is available for the Wild in the offseason. Don't be surprised in the slightest if we see things take a similar path to what happened with Brandon Duhame, where he um, was able to agree to a deal before going to arbitration, but just a one-year deal because money's still tight and anything that the Wilds can just kind of get through next year with players that they want to keep, if you can just get it by until there's more money available, that's that's the route that they're going to go. And so um, I, I think if, if Addison has a uh, another good season uh, on special teams and if we see some good things defensively, and um, if we see all that, it's not going to shock me at all if the Wild um, look to re-sign him long term after this uh, season is done. But it may be that the long term extension comes after next season as opposed to after this season. So a lot to digest and a lot to consider with Kalen Addison. Um it's it's going to be very interesting to see how things play out because um, you've got a lot of the same roster. And so the hope is that we don't see a lot of the same mistakes by this team as we go. So now that Addison is signed, what does that mean for the rest of the roster? Well, we're pretty set. And so we'll talk about that as we continue today's episode of Locked on Wild after this. Today's episode of Locked on Wild is brought to you by Jace Medical. With storms, shortages, pandemics, reliance on China, and supply chain issues, we need to be more prepared than ever these days. And before disaster strikes, Jace Medical can give you peace of mind so that if there is an emergency, you are not waiting for potentially life-saving medication uh, with many other people uh, in similar situations. Jace Medical is simple. You go online, fill out a form, and then you get prescription life-saving medications right to your door. The Jace case gives you peace of mind so that you are not just hoping that you have access to medication in an emergency. Jace Medical makes sure that you have the medication in hand. Save more than $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical, plus an additional $20 off by using code LOCKEDON at checkout on jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com, promo code Locked On. Continuing today's episode of Locked On Wild, once again, thank you for making Locked On Wild your first listen each and every day. For the everydayers, make sure you tune in tomorrow as we will be talking with Jack Bushman of Locked On Blackhawks. We'll get a sense of what to expect from Connor Bedard this season, plus we'll also talk about what would be considered a good season for Chicago, uh, a team that uh, is trying to claw their way back from the bottom of the Central Division standings. So another Central Division collision is on the way for you on tomorrow's episode of Locked on Wild. Minnesota Wild roster is set as we head into the season. Michael Russo noting that uh, the Wild enter camp with $818,079 in cap space. Which means as of right now, Vinny Letary, Jujar Kara, Nick Sweeney, uh, Nick Patan, and Stephen Fogarty are the forwards the Wilds can afford out of camp 
if they opt to keep 13 forwards. And I saw some reaction yesterday, and so I want to discuss this uh, because we had gone into the season with the hope that we would see some of the young players get more opportunities this season. Um, And now it looks as though the rookies that we're going to see uh, or young players, not even rookies necessarily, the young players that we're going to see get opportunities this year, likely Marco Rossi, Brock Faber, and Kalen Addison. And it's it's unfortunate because uh, Sammy Walker lit it up in the prospect showcase. We've seen him already be able to uh, play at the NHL speed. Um, just not a spot for him on this currently constructed roster. And so you hope that his opportunity would potentially come next year, but you look at uh, where he's at with uh, his contract is that uh, there's going to have to be some resolution to that because he is a restricted free agent after the season is up. I would imagine with what we've seen from him over the, uh, the last couple of seasons, especially down at the AHL level, and especially with what we saw uh, in limited call-up action last year, I would imagine the Wild will be wanting to keep him around um, and give him an opportunity to compete for a spot on next year's team because you have the likes of uh, Ryan Hartman, Matt Zuccarello, Marcus Foligno, uh, Brandon Duhame, Pat Maroon, all as unrestricted free agents and uh, Connor Dewar is a restricted free agent after the season. And so there are going to be spots because not all that money is going to be able to bring everybody back. And so then that's where you get into if player X isn't coming back, then we fill from within with prospect Y. And the hope is that that would be a guy like Sammy Walker for next year. I would rather see the uh, young players get the opportunity uh, as the season progresses, but that has been a staple of um, of Dean Evason during his tenure with the Wild is that he is uh, more apt to use veterans uh, for these situations. And let's consider the situations too. I'm, I'm not defending it, but coaches are playing for, are coaching for their job at all times. If things go pear-shaped, it's there's potential for them to be fired by whatever regime is currently in place. Or if a new regime comes in and says, yeah, we'll give you a year to kind of see how it goes and things don't go well, then they're looking for another job. And so going with veteran experience, they maybe aren't able to give you as high of a ceiling, but you know what you're getting from those guys as opposed to rookies who may come in a little lower but have the potential to really take off although even as saying that we we know what sammy walker is capable of uh and so we'll see what happens Uh, i would imagine if there is a long-term injury situation in which somebody's put on long-term injured reserve to open up additional cap space uh, that's when we may see one of those guys, whether it be Sammy Walker, whether it be Adam Beckman, uh, that's when we may see them um, get some opportunities here with this year's team. But it looks as though the young players we're going to see throughout the course of the season are 
Marco Rossi, Brock Faber, and Kalen Addison at least to start. And uh, beyond that, it depends entirely on how this roster shakes out, who's hurt, who's not. And uh, that appears to just be the way that it is, whether whether we like it or not. This also means that potential trades during the season are going to be incredibly tough to put together. And so we'll talk about that as well as we finish today's episode of Locked on Wild after this. Dive into the NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. All you need is a clean, crisp $5 bill, throw it on the Vikings to win the Super Bowl, or to just win this weekend against the Chargers, and you can get $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is easy to use, and there is a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Vikings fans, the Chargers defense has been torched over the first two weeks of the season. And so if you're looking for player props from Kirk Cousins, Justin Jefferson, Jordan Addison, I would uh, I would give those strong consideration as we move closer to the weekend. Make sure you visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to take advantage of this offer to kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Final segment of today's episode of Locked on Wild. Once again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day. As we move through the rest of the week, we will get to Marc-Andre Fleury's season preview, as well as talking about the coaching staff and some things that we will need to see from Dean Evason and staff uh, as the season unfolds. So make sure to stay tuned for those as well. And then next week, we will get into some uh, preseason action And we'll get you set for the start of the regular season, which is closer and closer and closer. October 12th will be here before you know it. Limited funds, eh? Well, that's going to mean that it will be tricky to uh, do anything in season for the Minnesota Wild, depending on how the season goes to start uh, and where they're at in playoff positioning. Uh, Brandon Molesky of Beyond the Pod tweeted out yesterday that the fact that the Wild have just over 800000 in cap space to start the season likely means that it's going to be pretty hard, if not impossible, to complete any sort of a trade during the season. We've seen the Wild over the last two seasons bring in healthy amounts of reinforcements. Two years ago, it was Marc-Andre Fleury. It was Nick Delorier. It was Jake Middleton. Last year, we saw Gustav Nyquist, John Klingberg. We also saw Oscar Sundquist brought in uh, to uh, help the team and to bolster their reserves. This year, you're probably not going to see that. And this is, I think, the real big indicator of kind of where this team is at and um, where they will go if they're hanging around for a playoff spot then it's going to be this roster that's going to have to kind of will themselves to a postseason spot. But if they are outside the playoff picture looking in as the season unfolds, as we get closer to that trade deadline in March, 
there's not a move that's going to be able to be done unless there is salary that comes off of the books to make it happen. And depending on where they're at, the more money you intend to acquire, the more money you have to ship out. And so that means that you would have to be able to part with players who are pretty well here, uh, depending on their no movement clause and if they even would be amenable to a trade. Uh, guys that I look at in that particular category include Alex Goligoski, who has the uh, 35 plus no movement clause. He has indicated that he has a strong preference to stay here uh, to finish things out with this contract. But if the season goes pear-shaped, will he want to go to a contender to uh, kind of give it one last ride? Marc-Andre Fleury, another. If the season is headed nowhere, is he going to want to go somewhere to uh, try to hop on for a postseason push? The likelihood of those happening is lesser. Those guys have indicated that they want to stay here uh, through the duration of their contract. And so where does that money then come from if the Wilds are going to try to get something done um, in a trade? John Merrill's making $1.2 million through the 2024-2025 season. But are you going to be able to find something in the $1.2 million range to acquire that is impactful enough if you're outside the postseason picture um, to get back in? And so this is this is where what I think a lot of people have been wanting to see from this team. This is where this starts to come into play, because if you don't have any sort of, you know, injection of life to get this team back up the postseason standings and if they fall and continue to fall further out of it, that's where you start to see moves made to. Um, jettison players, jettison veterans uh, to teams that need them for the uh, Stanley Cup playoff push. So assuming that things don't go well this season, I mean, any of those guys that are unrestricted free agents at the end of the year, Matt Zuccarello, Marcus Foligno, Ryan Hartman, Brandon Duhame, Pat Maroon, Jujar Kara, if he plays well enough to uh, be able to warrant some interest from other teams. Um, those guys could all be on the table to be moved if the season doesn't go well. And a sell-off is the, uh, the course of action that makes the most sense for this team. But they're not just going to do that just because. They're not going to throw in the towel unless the race gets that far ahead of them and they're miles out at the trade deadline to where there's not a chance that they can make a comeback um, in order to get back into postseason contention. So for a lot of people who are frustrated that this team just continues to kind of just be middle and not commit to being bad to get top draft picks, there's a lot that goes into that. We may see this season, if things don't go well, we may see a, moder a, a moderate sell-off to where then there are spots for young players to really attack 
um, and earn spots on the roster for next season. And so we just get a little bit more of a kind of definitive timeline as to when some of this stuff could happen. It all depends on how this team does on the ice, because if they do well, then they should be a team that makes the postseason. But if they don't, there's no reinforcements. There's really nothing that can be done um, to bring in assets to uh, try to help this team out. Now, I won't say it's a 0% or or absolutely not because we've seen Bill Guerin make moves that uh, just kind of came out of nowhere. Um, Ryan Reeves last year. And so there may be ways for him to uh, to make things happen that, um, for instance, that I have not uh, thought of or or anticipated. And so it's not a it's not a zero percent chance that there are moves made during the course of the season. It's just you pretty much have to move salary off in order to pull anything back on the books as the season plays out. So. What you see is most likely what you're going to get as the season rolls forward. So that will do it for today's episode of Locked on Wild. Again, we will finish up the rest of the week with player previews, and then we'll dive into some things to keep an eye on during the preseason. And we'll have a full round of regular season preview content for you Uh, as we get closer to the 12th of October. So make sure that you stay tuned so you don't miss out on any new episodes from Lockdown Wild as we continue to roll through the rest of the offseason. You can follow us on YouTube. Make sure you hit the subscribe button and better yet, turn your notifications on so you don't miss out on any new episodes when they drop. Also follow us on your favorite podcast platforms. So you don't miss out on any new episodes there either. If you are so inclined, make sure you leave us a five-star review on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Helps with the algorithm and uh, getting locked on wild. Better noticed by many other wild fans like you. We have new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked On Podcast Network.